I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about the power of connection. You may have heard Margaret and I talk about how relationships are like a living entity and you have to, both of you, keep it alive. And being aware that if you and them together don't work to keep that connection, that spark, alive, it's not going to last. And a big part of keeping that going is being in tune with them. That's right. Right. And being attuned. And many of the skills that we teach on the channel are about being attuned to your partner and understanding right. how they operate, what their needs are, understanding your own needs. Because if you have those skills and you really understand those things, you can change the whole relationship. Right. So Margaret's got a good article that she liked that's going to kind of talk about this a little bit. I liked this article. Um, the woman who wrote it is named Nicola Beer, and she's finishing her Ph.D. in a program called Save My Marriage. Okay. And this article was published by Your Tango, which is kind of a clearinghouse for articles on living well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she has been a therapist for quite a while, and she says that she started out to see if when the feelings in a relationship are gone, can they be restored with focus and effort? Okay. And she reports that the good news is yes. And this spoke to me very loudly, because she was saying when the feelings in a relationship are gone, can they be restored? How often, Craig, do we hear, um, I'm in love, I, I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Yeah. My, I, I even heard one the other day, believe it or not, where the woman said she woke up and her feelings for this guy were gone. Wow. Now that, that seems that odd seemed to a me. bit abrupt to me, but um, but I understand something had to happen there. Right. But people often say, for some reason, I seem to have fallen out of love with you. Yeah. Okay. So she set out to find some reasons for this. All right. What did she find? She says a relationship needs intimacy, otherwise it will slowly wither and die. Okay. Sadly, I see this time and time again when yep. individuals or couples come to me with their relationships in crisis. Mm -hmm. There is always a breakdown in intimacy. Yes. Since we all value intimacy in a relationship and recognize it as important for a lasting love and close relationship, then why aren't couples able to restore it in a relationship once it has been broken or lost? So mm -hmm. here's the question she started with. Okay, she says there are three main reasons. Three main reasons. Okay. Three main reasons why couples can't fix it. Got it. Okay, the three things that get in the way. Okay. Number one, men and women view intimacy differently. And okay. this is kind of shortened from several very long paragraphs. But uh, men 
tend to see intimacy as physical connection, mm -hmm. foreplay, holding hands, hugging and kissing, physical time alone together, sexual intimacy, and doing things together. Okay? Sounds accurate to me. Does that sound right? Well, you would know. <laughs> Women, emotional connection, yeah. sharing important issues, mm -hmm. listening to things about their partner's day, yep. being able to cry about emotional events and experiences together, mm -hmm. being emotionally aware when feelings are hurt, and knowing one another's hopes and dreams. Now those yep. are different. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But they all make sense too. Yep. You have to look at it from both sides of it, you right. know? Right. Um, but I think that um, men struggle to understand that the internal world of their partner and being present with that internal world, whatever it is of shared experiences, is so important. And when a woman feels that from her partner, she's going to want to be intimate, with, That's right. physically intimate. But you right? might have to talk about feelings for a while before that. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. And I think most men are told that's an unmanly thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about feelings, what? Yeah. Bad enough to have them. Um, okay. In short, men, to men tend to associate intimacy as being physical, which includes touching and sex. For women, it's more about talking intimately face to face. Yep. One and of we're our... biologically hardwired differently. Yes, we are. I mean, it, I mean, they say uh, a mom, you know, falls in love with the baby by right. gazing into the eyes. Yep. So it makes sense that a, a woman's going to want to gaze into the eyes with the Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Well, see? I'm going to say that. Oh, say that. I didn't even read the article. Another one of our old friends, Helen Fisher, we did a bunch of um, things about her, you may remember. Sure. She noticed, notes that this behavior probably evolved millions of years ago when ancestral females spent days holding their infants up in front of them because you couldn't leave them on the ground because of the tiger. Yeah. Right? So you're holding the baby up right in front of your face, um, soothing them with words. So women learned that the way to communicate with an infant, and I guess with everybody else, is to talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, she too found that men regard intimacy as working or playing side by side. We always like to hear her perspective. Yep. The second reason. The second reason why couples have difficulty resolving their issues is fear of intimacy. Okay. That can block emotional sharing and trust in a relationship. And here's the rub, we all want intimacy, okay? Mm -hmm. Fear of rejection can stop the relationship from being physically intimate again. Mm -hmm. Fear of failure or disappointment can prevent us from sharing our desires and dreams and hopes and expectations, so we settle for less. The fear of abandonment goes under this rubric, um, and that would be the anxious style of attaching, the mm -hmm. fear of abandonment, yeah. and the fear of being engulfed, losing yourself in the relationship, which would speak to the avoidant attachment style. Yeah. So these are the are the feelings and the fears that keep us from fixing our relationship. Yeah. Okay. And you know, when you were talking about um, the fear of failure or disappointment mm -hmm. um, prevents us from sharing our desires, dreams, and hopes, expectations, right? right? That makes me think of like, um, if you had very stern parents that didn't want to hear how you felt or what was bothering you, or they were always disappointed by you, you couldn't live up to their expectations. Mm -hmm. So you would, 
kind of suppress them and not mm -hmm. want to open up to your right. partner. And you wouldn't want another failure because you'd expect the partner to treat you the same way your parents did. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the partner might do better. That's the goal. Good point. Okay. Um, the third reason why couples have difficulty resolving things is failing to recognize the seven core areas of intimacy. Seven? Seven core areas of intimacy. That sounds too many. I know, but I'll go through them quick. <laughs> All right. Self-intimacy okay. is the old story of liking yourself. Okay? We need to have a good relationship with ourselves to know what makes us happy and what we desire in a relationship. And if you think about that for a minute, it's obvious. If we don't know what we want, how can we go get it? And how can I know that somebody I'm with is going to be it if I don't know what I want? Exactly. How do I know I'm happy with right. it? Right. If I don't, exactly. maybe it's something else that will make me happy. I don't know. Yeah, right. You don't know. So um anyway we we also need to know ourselves as well as possible mm -hmm. this is key as it enables us to overcome any blockages or fears of intimacy it starts with self-care okay okay so self-intimacy emotional intimacy expressing from your heart your true desires and pains learning to be vulnerable that helps you connect like never before learning to be vulnerable meaning you're ready to let your Partner know you, warts and all. Mm -hmm. Okay? Conflict intimacy. Okay. That's being able to stay connected while exploring differences. Yeah, that can be a real struggle. Yes, it can. It's another key to a healthy relationship. It's all about respect and remaining respectful during any disagreements. So if you have a fight, there's no question that you're going to love each other afterwards. Yep. Okay? And if you can hold on to that and not threaten to leave, that helps a whole lot. Oh, yeah. But okay. people get so anxious and upset right. or just think, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. You know, this. Yeah, it right. just, people walk away based on their emotional state. There's a lady on Saturday Night Live who says, I'm going to my sister. All right. Affection intimacy. Showing you care by words and thoughtful gifts, mm -hmm. right? Men who think of that get many accolades mm -hmm. from the women involved. But don't do it in a breakup. No, don't, no do, it. No, don't do it in a breakup, all right. <clears throat> Sexual intimacy, opening up, opening up intimately, feeling safe, desired, and cherished. Mm -hmm. Cherished is a word I hear people use more and more often. Mm -hmm. um, okay, okay, yeah. Dream intimacy, couples who have shared dreams, mm -hmm and support each other in reaching their own individual goals and dreams are able to maintain connection and remain closer. So mm -hmm. know and support each other's dreams. Yep. Okay? As you can see, there are many different factors that contribute to a deep connection and intimate relationship. And when supporting couples to reconnect, it's important to look at all the aspects. Mm -hmm. Most couples tell me we don't communicate. Here are some very concrete areas where you can communicate. Now, mm -hmm. you go over these seven areas with a couple. I don't think you could help but have some change. Yeah. I mean, these are concrete. They're specific. They tell you what to do. Okay? So I loved this article. Yeah, it was good. It took a while to understand how well it was organized. but So there were three reasons and seven core principles of being close. And what you want to do is you really want to reflect on your own situation and where you struggled, where you lacked, and how you would do it differently if 
you get the opportunity with your ex. Regardless, you still want to use these skills with everybody that you date. Yes. But it's important that you understand what went wrong with your, yeah, so, so you can repair ex. it. Yes, absolutely. It's not just sitting around in no contact waiting for them to reach out and then you magically get back together. You've really got to make sure that you learn these skills and implement them again when your partner is like, I do miss you, let's work things out. And then you start to try and get back together. Otherwise, four or five months later, you're going to break up again. Reduced to its absolute lowest terms, you have to have a decent relationship with yourself and know what you want. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, how will you know when you get it, as Craig pointed out? Yep. Okay? Good stuff. All right. All right. So hopefully you like that one. Give Margaret a thumbs up on there for her research. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.